Mick and MG in the morning. Brought to you by Paddy Swap and Sell Flemington. Home of great deals. Open 6am Saturday. The biggest story in town. NRL players and staff have been warned about Las Vegas sex traps. Who knew? Las Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas sex traps and extortion attempts. At least 40 protection guards. Here, listen to this. That's almost one each. Uh, Will be deployed to look after NRL players heading to Vegas for the launch of the 2024 season. Has America's top Super Bowl security boss warned the stars of sex traps and extortion attempts? Uh, This is unbelievable. Uh, They'll be deployed to look after players and staff. Uh, So what they're warning against is uh, alcohol, drugs, and sex romps. That's the whole reason for Las Vegas. It's Las Vegas, isn't it? Come on. That's what they put on the billboards. (laughs) Welcome welcome to Las Vegas. Enjoy the alcohol, drugs, and sex romps. That's what it's all about. Uh, Well, here we go. They don't know what's coming their way, this lot. No. They have been mucking... These security officers have been mucking around down the shallow end... Mate, there's 60 NRL players coming to town. Good luck. <laughs> Batting down the hatches. This is going to be a Category 5. You Everyone stay indoors. You have <laughs> not seen a thing. He's they will out. destroy your town. <laughs> Unbelievable. What do you make of this, uh, MG? Um, look, I suppose now that we're getting closer to the games, look, when it first was announced that we're going to Vegas, everyone's going, yes, well, how good. We're going to spread the word, spread the gospel. We're going to try and get Americans to see our great game. But now we're kind of hitting... It's hitting a nerve that we are going to Las Vegas, which is, it's called Sin City for a reason. And yeah. I suppose the players have got to be uh, on aware. I, I know that the, the NFL players, when they played uh, just last weekend in the, in the Super Bowl, they stayed about 40 minutes out of town just to avoid the temptation. So I'd be interested to see where the lodgings of these NRL players are, Mickey. And it's the first of a five-year contract too uh, yes. to play in Vegas. So you want to get this one right. Uh, I can't believe uh, what's going on here. Uh, you've never been to Vegas, have you? I've never been to Vegas. You've never been to Vegas, have we? Well, I never. Been. I was supposed to go once for my Bucks party. Oh. Yep. Yeah. So, so what happened was, I had all the boys organised, and we were going on the Bucks party, and then the fan, the partners found out I wasn't getting married. Oh, what? <laughs> well, I just. It was the only way I could get all the guys together. Yes, I said oh, it's my Bucks party. Oh, you're good. Um, you're good. And I need all the boys who played along. <laughs> anyway, the whistle was blowing. <laughs> Unreal. And, uh, the, whole, the whole event was was called off, but I worry about the implications of what's going on here. Do you? Yeah. Can you well, see an accident? Like- no, I don't. I, I think I don't think so. Look, the, while the NRL boys have got a bad reputation as far as, and we didn't see one off-season drama until just recently with the Broncos, we've we've been really well behaved because they've got every club now has kind of a, a minder who looks after them and, and goes with them uh, everywhere. So to stuff up now over there, you'd have to look the ramifications if you do stuff. Someone's like going to take a dump in a hotel for you. You <laughs> oh. know it. I know it. <laughs> this is standard operating procedure for the NRL. <laughs> Yeah, NRL. Now, uh, what did you say? They've been warned about extortion attempts. The Las Vegas police power broker recounted cases of women targeting married men by studying them online. He said that the predators would research the net worth of sporting stars before attempting to put uh, them in a compromising position, which they would then use in a strategic blackmail attempt for hush money to avoid public shaming. <laughs> this is true. And there, do you know there's an app? 
that women uh, sign up to in America that lets you know when an American sports star is in a nightclub oh, or wow. a bar and they'll generally have the profile of him if he's married oh. or he's doing, and what they'll do is they'll go sighted at such and such, girls go down and try and get pregnant oh. is, the, is the idea so that you can have a – he can be your baby yes. daddy. And that's Whoa. actually an organised extraction app. What's that's it like, called? That's like an alert. I don't know. What's it called? Cat, cat, you I'm are a disgrace. For me. No, I'm not asking for I me. I expect more <laughs> no, from you, Come on, cat. You do not. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, as they say the classics, <laughs> what could go wrong? Good luck, everybody. Why aren't the girls banging down your door? Oh, my God, he is so attractive. When I am in close proximity to other girls, I feel insecure. Oh, my God! We cover it all on this program from the NRL in Vegas to, oh, my God, oh, my God, what happened on MEFs last night? <laughs> as the only member of the team not watching... Uh, it's time for a quick update. It was I know it was dinner party last night, yep. MG. Who was front and centre? Who starred? What do I need to know? Okay, Mickey, well, dinner, dinner party is always action-packed because they fuel them with alcohol and then they just say roll the tape because last week it was it Luna, Park, Luna Park Jack, who is so fake that he, he, does, he won't don't walk near fire, Jack, because you'll burn. But this week it was the <laughs> Colombian-American Aussie called, uh, well, her name's Sarah or she gets Sarah. Um, her and Tim, uh, their their marriage is on the rocks after last night. This is what happened. Yeah. Well, first of all, he'd invited her on a whole bunch of dates, and That's she's right. being very toxic. I was let down about you bailing on the third date in a row. I was let down. I was disappointed. I've tried to make this work about as much as I can possibly give him in this present moment. He actually didn't even plan anything. Like, he didn't actually say, we're going here and we're doing this. He just said, let's do something on Sunday. Like, it's literally nah, just... Nah, I was like, you're booked you... out from 2 p.m. No, you didn't. Nice. You did. Yes, no, I did. It was the third. No, you can't <laughs> shut me yell down. Yell at me. Don't you ever yell at me. You prick. Oh. We had tears. It well, was unbelievable. Don't ever yell at me while you're yelling yeah. is a pretty funny thing to do. Uh, and, don't you ever yell at me. And that's what the expert right. said. The expert said the same thing as you, Mick. What's the, the irony of that is that she's kind of a, a hard she, – she loves seeing drama with other couples. but as soon as She sounds like a lot, thoroughbred bitch. Oh, yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. She's yeah, toxic. A-grade. She is toxic. Oh, hello. Owen's, Owen's joined us as well. Owen. She is the toxic one of the of the season so far. But this week was intimacy week, so that's when the couples get together okay. and they try and get it on, right? Sounds a bit creepy. Yeah, but What do you do? Like, you have to just go up and help, help yourself? There was one when they hover their hands over the people's crotches. Yeah, uh, but cupping. Well, what's that about? They stand there and cup, so they put their hand over the other person's crotch and have eye contact for three minutes. When we do it, it's fun. I, I, when I do it, I get sent to HR, but yeah. these guys get, get famous but and get, a, get followers. So there's another Tim, uh, Tim and Lucinda, and he is, I think he's just trying to rock the boat, and he was asking some of the other couples about uh, whether they're having sex or not. What makes their relationship fake? The sex thing, you know? Ah! Jack's a sexual person. You're a sexual person. It's not happening. This is what I want to bring up. There's, they've been in the experiment three weeks now and there's some couples that haven't shagged and they're sharing beds. They're with each other every night. Yes. The cupping. What about a wristy? Is, is that... Not is even that, close. Why don't you go to the sex expert? Can you, can you hit on the sex experts? <laughs> the sex expert <laughs> is actually hot. So. Mm. Who, 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 John? 
No, yeah, John. not John. <laughs> um, the, the, two, the, the two, ironically, are getting it wrong. There's a 62-year-old male called Richard and there's a 51-year-old female called Andrea. And them two, for those who are watching the show and they're in their mid-20s or early 30s and think that love doesn't come to you at an older age, well, think again because these two are pumping each other like rabbits. Do we ever see it? Intimacy came <laughs> naturally and beautifully and it's... Very nice. Uh, I, it's full on. Richie, it's... Two to four it. times a day. Stop it! Every night. They are going hammer and tong. You don't mm. see it, no. No, you don't well, see uh, it. Does anyone, like, just uh, clear the dinner table and start having a crack? <laughs> that would be a good episode. I would watch that. <laughs> Is there anything like, you know, remember the old turkey slap the star? Remember the turkey slapping? Oh, was that, was that, Do you ever Big do brother. that? Or the dancing doona? I mean, what's the point of hearing about it if you can't see it? Actually, that's true. Yeah, not a maths cat or some kind of infrared nighttime goggle, <laughs> goggle, goggle box. vision. And while we're talking about maths, I, I yes. think watching the experts, they're cooked. Mm. They're just sitting there stating mm. the obvious. They're dickheads. They're absolute dickheads. What they need is two <laughs> stud dudes that will go oh, in yeah. there and call it exactly as they see it and give some actual expert advice. I'm really struggling since the beginning of the experiment. It has been prevalent that Nat's grief has been a huge, huge part of this experiment. All right, yes, you brought it up. I'll get in there. Be aware of your body language. (laughs) Smile. Make expressions while she's talking to show you're actively listening. Yeah, pretend you are. I'm sorry, if we're being honest, I I don't agree with you. I'm with the girls. I'm with the girls here. This bloke's on my list. I'm sorry. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. (laughs) I I don't understand you sometimes. No, I'm sorry. I came to you for advice. What should I do? Uh, Just ignore her. She'll go away. No, no, no. I'm sorry. You're not here to give me advice? Here would be my very uh, sensible response. I would tip the table over and walk out. (laughs) Well done, Mickey. Another one sold. Okay. Someone's in trouble. Yep. They've just collected those from uh, from our on air comments. <laughs> yes. You right to see me in my office. Yep. <laughs> the Wherever you are. <laughs> MG Sport Report. Well, after a summer um, that saw Pakistan and West Indies on our shores and it seemed to go forever and ever, well, rugby league is back, baby, tonight um, from Belmore through to ANZ Acor Stadium in. The first week of uh, October, eight months of saturation. It kicks off tonight with the Bulldogs taking on the returning Ryan Pappenhausen and the Melbourne Storm, while other headline matchups include the Indigenous All Stars taking on the Maori All Stars tomorrow night, live from Townsville, right here on Triple M. And on Saturday night, it's the annual charity shield between the Dragons and the Rabbitohs, and that game is also live right here on Triple M. And also the Pandy Panthers, they leave uh, tomorrow to take on the uh, the Wigan Warriors. In the World Club Challenge, so it's all rugby league. Oh, we are back, baby! Let the games begin. Always an air of excitement when everyone goes over the top for the first time this year. We get to have a look, see who's doing what, start moving the magnets around on the board. <laughs> who's going up? Who's going down? I've got to ask you. Uh, so the World Cup Challenge on later yep. this month. They leave tomorrow. Mav is your boy. Is on board. Yep. Uh, yes. Where has he gone? Has he had a good off season? He's had his best off season. Yeah, the last couple have been played with injuries, and uh, he's been uh, lucky enough to get a, a spot on the plane. Twenty-one players are going for Penrith uh, tomorrow to to England, um, and it's a trip of a lifetime. They spend the first yeah. week um, going to Manchester United and Manchester City training. They have dinner at 
uh, Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. Um, so it's a trip of a lifetime, and he's he's lucky to be on it, and he's worked his ass off for it. So congratulations to him. Good on him. And what a hard team to break into. Any side that's played four uh, grand finals in a row, uh, it's yes. a tough order. Where, what, what's his position? Where would he ultimately settle if he was um, uh, selected? He's a for, so he's, he's a forward, so he can play anywhere in the forwards except for hooker. He can play, you know, the, the front row, the back row, lock. Um, he's a he's a, he's gotten a lot bigger, fitter this year. He's a, he's he's a little bit bigger. So um, you look, I'm excited for it. Obviously, you know, it's one of them things when you watch your kids, you know, doing stuff either on the field of, of sport or in the field of whatever they choose, and they go good at it. You you, you love it and. Um, I'm, I'm just excited for him to be on the plane because uh, it's uh, something that he wanted to be. I'm excited for him. I'm excited for you. He, we know he could have had opportunities. We're taking him up at other clubs, but he really wants to play like his old man did uh, for the Panthers. Let's Radio. hope he gets a crack this year. What an embarrassment uh, to the city, the state, and the country. This Australia has problems, and they're amplified here in Sydney. Uh, when it comes to authority, which is just out of control, uh, I don't even have the heart to unpack this. This is just embarrassing for yeah, us on shocking. a worldwide scale. Natasha Belling, can you tell us what happened to Pink last night? Well, of course, she's the superstar. This is on Monday night, and she was visiting the Manly Skiff Club on, as mm. I said, Monday night with a party of around eight people. They'd made a booking, but when she went into the Skiff Club, yeah. she was not allowed in because she didn't have ID with oh, her. God. Oh, Get real. Get I'm going to tell you right now, there is no other country in the world where this would occur. Mm. This nanny state, ridiculous way of operating, like this. This woman loves Australia. She's sold it. more tickets here than any other country. She spends her time. Sometimes she doesn't even play arenas. She'll sit in a theatre for like like three months on end playing shows. She's almost a naturalised Australian. We all know who she is. This stickler for the rules, it's our way or the highway idea that is really prevalent in this city, I've got to say. Mm. For such a beautiful, world-class, open-class city, I've been blown away by it. I am constantly just bemused mm. by authority. Give a small man an ounce of power and see him go. But some <laughs> someone's running around town today going, I turned yeah, I exactly. turned pink away from uh, last night. No, I just said, no way. These are the yeah. rules. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big man on campus. It's disgraceful, absolutely disgraceful. If I was here, I'd get on a plane and I'd never come back. Yep. I feel Incredible. sorry, maybe the people at the front office. I've been there before, and you've actually yeah. not only got to show them the licence, they actually take a scan of it. It's pink. Yes, it's pink. I know. She, at the moment, she's the most famous person in Australia. Like, like look, she was heard saying this to the bouncers as she walked out. She's not clearing like, customs. <laughs> That's right, you are. <laughs> oh, she spat at him. <laughs> as I said, she's not clearing customs. No. She's not trying to enter. She's already in the country. She's going to the skiff club. Oh, she's going, she's going to a beach club. Oh, no way. No, we need. Uh, I she's not trying to get into an embassy. I oh, know. She's trying to have dinner with her friends. It's embarrassing. Um, so, anyway, I, I don't know what to say. What more can be said about that than. It's a nanny state, Australia, that's now become world famous uh, for incidents like this. Remember Bono couldn't get into a nightclub in yes. Noosa? Yes. <laughs> yep. 
ridiculous. I mean, that's kind of amusing to me because it's so ridiculous. But I don't, it's pink and a, and a bunch of friends yes. are turned away from the door of a beach club in Manly. If you can try and tell me why that's required, well, uh, yeah. please give us a call. If you work for some kind of Homeland Security, if you work <laughs> for, if you, if you can just unpack it for me, um, it's like getting kicked out. She never got in. Well, no. got kicked out. Kanye West got kicked out of Super Bowl. That's right. Uh, by Taylor Swift. Yep. So the story, as it goes, is Kanye West deliberately booked some seats right in front of Taylor Swift's box because he knew the camera would be cutting to Taylor Swift constantly <laughs> wow. all night, as it does, and he wanted to be sitting there with his balaclava on in front. Idiot. Getting some uh, free publicity, which is, as we know, is probably sitting there with his girlfriend in a garbage bag or whatever he's <laughs> decided to dress her up in lately. Uh, and he got kicked out. Begs the question, have you been kicked out? You, MG, you'd have been kicked out plenty of places. Got one for well, us? I got, I got kicked out of one of my local drinking holes, the Penrith RSL, about 10 years ago. I went there after a, a Christmas party and um, went signed in, as you do, um, went to the toilet come out, went to get a beer, and there was two bouncers waiting for me at the toilet saying, you've had too much to drink. So I haven't been okay. back. You've never been back. Bang! Lucky they got you on a good night. Cat, exactly. have you been kicked out? Yeah, the first time was when I was 19, and it was um, $1 drinks at DYRSL, oh. and a table had loaded them up and had about 50 on there, just stacking them up, because it was only for two hours. Sure. I've walked out of the bathroom, my hip clipped their table and knocked over all their drinks. No. And so... <laughs> I got game out. on. Yep. You're done. Yep. Hit the showers. Tash? Uh, Bathurst Legs Club, when I was at uni, uh, they're closed okay. and I was still dancing and still talking and so they asked me to leave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How about All you, right. Mick? What about you, Mick? Uh, I'll so. tell you on the other side. There's a few to get through. One triple three five three. Give us a call right now and uh, tell us how you got kicked out. Let's Pearl go. Jam tickets up for grabs uh, for our favourite Don't call yes. for those. Yes. Tell us your story. Yes. You too who got kicked out of Noosa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right. Bono got kicked out of a nightclub in Noosa. That I find amusing because it's so ridiculous. Uh, but Pink getting uh, turfed wow. from a hotel or refused entrance uh, in Manly, just I can't believe how poorly this reflects on us. We will be a laughing stock around the world today. Yep. Because of our attitude, our stickler for the rules, nanny state, whatever happened to the laid-back Australian, mm. you know, that worldwide reputation of, come on, hey, come down for a barbie, yep. come on, we'll throw yep. a couple of shrimps on, we'll have fun. No, you out. Sorry, need to see your passport. F mm. off, pink. <laughs> it is the complete opposite of what we try or how we try and market ourselves to the rest of the world. Uh, please, don't come here. You'll be treated poorly is what we're saying. We don't want you here. We don't want you in our bars, our clubs. Uh, just do your concert and go home. Thank you. What's going to happen if Taylor Swift wants to go out with her friends? <laughs> Hi, Taylor. What are you going to do? Right do? What, ID, what are you going to do? Say, sorry, Taylor. You can't come in here today. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for thanks for injecting three hundred million dollars into our economy. But if you think you're coming in here, you got another thing coming, toots. Now out. <laughs> it just it's it's. But tell me, I'm being ridiculous. No, it's, it's, crazy. Crazy. it's true. It's, it's insane. Uh, and this is a city that rightly we go: London, Paris, Rome, New York, Sydney. Yep. I'm telling you right now. You think we're in that category? We are not. There's none of those cities would do this 
to someone like Pink. He's done nothing but great things for this country. Annette's on the line. Annette, what happened to you? Oh, many, many years ago, I was um, going to a nightclub in Campbelltown for 12 months using a fake ID. Yes. And on my, on my 18th birthday, we all went there and I showed my real ID and they kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Annette, you idiot. What have you done? You made a crucial error there. Hold on. You, you are now in the running for Pearl Jam tickets, by the way. These are the first available for their Sydney concerts. Hope Pearl Jam are allowed in. Oh, oh right. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Vedder. Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. What's your name, mate? Eddie Vedder. I'm going to need to see something. <laughs> Sir, mate, yeah. Don't go to Manly. Whatever you do, don't go to the Manly. What is it? It's skiff the club. Skiff Club. Oh, it's beautiful. Don't go to it the Skiff be- Club. It is stunning. Well, but don't, well, Eddie Vedder, do not go. Anyone travelling from overseas, don't bother going. You'll be treated terribly. Dave's on the line. Dave, uh, yeah, yeah, what do you got? Yeah, good. Uh, I got kicked out of uh, a nightclub in the city because I was watching the Wallabies play and every time I finished a beer, I dropped, kicked it against the wall. <laughs> Yeah, wow. I can kind of see their... Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> see their point. Kind of see, see their I point, was, Dave. I thought it was a bit rough that they threw me out. Well, <laughs> oh, knowing the Wallabies, you wouldn't have got too many kicks at it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> We're fairly sober oh, at the end of the you're evening, Dave. You're on fire today, You're on fire today, Mick. Uh, Tanya, right. what have you got for us, Tanya? Where'd you get kicked out of? I got kicked out of FJ's back in the day, close to the Skiff Club up at Narrabeen. Oh. Yeah. What happened? I was... Uh, I was on the dance floor with some friends, noticed a guy I went to school, started dancing with him. This woman came up behind me, grabbed me by my top, dragged me off the dance floor, started laying into me and the bouncers kicked me like that. All right, so I'm hoping for a kind of amusing story. (laughs) (laughs) Not not a criminal offence that... Uh, no, well, I, I didn't even see it coming. I didn't even know who she was. Oh. Uh, who was she? Who was the girl who picked you out? She was a girlfriend. Oh, oh the guy you were doing the dancing with. Okay. Yeah, well, she, absolutely. She may have had a point. All right, MG, who gets the uh, Pearl Jam tickets today? The uh, two we're giving away. And it from And it does. Yeah. Well yes, done. Pearl gave Jam them the wrong. Well Beautiful. Done. Thank you. Laundy Hotels presents Mick and MG's Mad Monday. Laundy Hotels, family pubs across Sydney, where you're always welcome. Check out laundy.com.au for a full list of venues. I would see your war, mate. Mick and MG's Mad Monday. And it is firing on all cylinders. It's almost done, isn't it? Have we got everything? Oh, I, don't, I think <laughs> we've, so. we've got the We're venue. We're a long, long way from there. Yeah, what, way. what is it again? The Horse and Jockey Hotel in Homebush. Which is an iconic venue. Yes. Uh, don't, don't need ID to get into there for no. this party. <laughs> hey, nope. Pink, you're welcome to come yes. to our Mad Monday. Mad Monday. She can be there you go. And by the way, at the front of the Mad Monday, there'll be uh, someone from the Super Bowl uh, telling everyone <laughs> so, telling everyone uh, how to behave, uh, all, all the sex traps yep. that, that exist at our Mad Monday uh, party, which is going to go bonkers. Yes. It's after round one, and to get in, you have to dress up, uh, as is the tradition on Mad Monday. Uh, do we know who's coming as what yet? What are the what are the punters say, Tash? There's been a lot of feedback. We put it out on our socials. What would you like Mick and MG to dress as? Yep. Some of the feedback has been Barbie and Ken. That's my favourite. Barbie and Ken. Sunny. How does that work? So I don't understand how that works. We're both men. 
Well, no. You'd be well, a beautiful Barbie. Well, what do you want me to do? What? Dress up as Put on Barbie. some rollerblades and the <laughs> a leotard uh, and a blonde I'll wig. Barbie. Mm. I'll go Barbie. Mm. I don't care. Uh, what, with, what, with a couple of man buns? Yes. yes. That's what you're after. Mm-hmm. Uh, Another next. top pick is Sunny and Cher. I got you, babe. <laughs> Oh, and Cher, yeah. Okay. And are these all duos, are they? They yeah. all was, was it uh, Kenny Rogers and Dolly you know? Parton? Dolly Parton. Who else? What, what else? I'd, I'd have to I'd have to reduce my breasts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a production. And the last one was Ron Jeremy and a standover man. Oh. Okay. Well, okay. that's all. So uh, I'm, I'm Ron limited. Jeremy, am I? Yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> right. I get I get confused with Ron Jeremy a lot. I know. Sadly, while my pants are on, I wish it was when my pants are off. That would be. <laughs> what about Ab- Ab- and Costello? Be good too. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. What are you coming as? Tash? Me. I was yeah. thinking, oh, I haven't. Kat and I were chatting about it. Maybe Tina Turner. That'd be good. Well, bo- both. Well, no. No, black, no blackface is no, our only rule. Not. <laughs> definitely not. Um, it's our only rule, Tash. You can't do it again. You've been in trouble no. three no, times I, for I doing want. that. I'm just saying I've done Tina Turner. Some days she's come to work like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in trouble today, Mick Malloy. That's oh. all I'm saying. <laughs> See me in my office. <laughs> Whatever that is. Uh, I see you're watching the reading the news. A bit of blackface. Just to follow, you know, oh people my see Lord. the funny side. Now, uh, so what are you doing? You can't come as Tina Turner. Why not? Well, mm. what are you going to do? The nut bush all night? Yeah, I've got a Tina Turner wig. Oh, okay. 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 I've got a dress up box at home. I was thinking Kill Bill. All oh, right. <laughs> oh, do you? What else is in there? Can <laughs> I borrow dress up something from it? Well, I. Uh, <laughs> keep that in the boudoir, do you? <laughs> For dress up parties. For dress-up parties? What do you got in there? What do you got in your dress-up box? Uh, there's um, a Kath and Kim outfit. I used to dress up as those characters. For lots oh, of... I could come as Gary Paul from Gary Paul's Yeah, Pools. there you go. <laughs> Very much like him. I think it's almost news time. What are you coming I in? was thinking of um, Uma Thurman from Kill Bill, but it might be hot in yellow leather. Yeah, it's going to be a, not a stretch, but. Oh, you know, it actually will. I would start a fire wearing leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and everyone, you won't need ID. You won't. No. Well, you're all welcome to come to our listener party. You won't get turned away. Someone should come as pink. Oh no, someone should come as pink, and we won't let them oh. in. Oh, <laughs> yeah, not bad. That's you, Cat. You oh, come as pink, yes. and we spend the whole day out the front, not being allowed in. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Sport Report. With the conclusion of the cricket season, just uh, in our rear view mirror, yesterday on radio, Jason Gillespie, ex-fast bowler um, from the Australian team, South of the South Australian. Dizzy. He, um, Dizzy, that's the man. Yeah. He's a good, I used to love watching him play. He put together. Yeah, he was a good bowler. Unbelievable. A bowler. And got a ton. He got a ton. He did. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yep. He put together his uh, best off-field 11 of all time, which oh, uh, had yeah. names such as Matty Hayden, Ricky Ponting, Darren Lehman. All Australian? Australian all, uh, best blokes all Australian. or international? All Australian. Okay. All Aussies. So who was in um, it? Tell me again. Uh, Matty Hayden and Ricky Ponting, Darren Lehman, um, Andrew Simons, Adam Gilchrist, Shane Warne, Damien Fleming, uh, Michael Kasperitz and Andy Bickle. And he gave a reason why they were his favourite, you know, for shenanigans, storytelling. You know, so I've put together... A couple of are no longer with us, I should point out. Well, that's, that, that was kind of the sad thing about well, it. three he, he of them, yeah. Andrew, Andrew Simons was such a great man and um, and obviously... Warney, um, of course. Warney, yeah. yeah, so... All right. Uh, so what I've have you done? Together, 
I'll put together the the magnificent six, the players that I have toured with or played against. Obviously, the my favourite 11 would be all from Penrith players because I've excluded all Penrith sure. players. So all right. I've gone with, number one is Alfie Langer, um, mischievous. Alfie. Always, always up to stuff. Um, Spud Carroll, a great uh, tourist. He was always got his guitar with him and playing the wild thing. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only song he knew. Um, He's on board. Number three was Julian O'Neill. Oh, do I have to say any more? Julian O'Neill was... <laughs> Just the best fun. He was the best yeah. fun. I'm not sure he'd be uh, going well in Vegas right now. Oh, he'd love it. I, he'd I, kick I, ass. <laughs> I'd be with yes, him. Yes, who else? Paul Sirenen, the funniest, one of the funniest blokes I met in rugby league. Kevy Walters, he was always a prankster. And as a yep. drinking partner, would go, I'd go with David Cement Gillespie, the best drinking partner you could have on tour. And what weighed him? He was just had the endurance. Oh, it was endurance. fun. Had the endurance, and he's a country boy who always everywhere we'd go on tour, he'd go, "Oh my goodness, look at that!" And it was just like a, it was a bright light or something. You know, just, Can we get oh, the oh, gang back together? Can you invite them all to yeah. our Mad Monday? Can you get all those yes. guys to our Mad Monday? Tell get... them to bring ID though, or they won't get in because <laughs> this is what Sydney does. That's a great idea. Uh, great idea. And we will uh, shout them beers, and it'll be a lock in. And we'll have a ball. Come on, let's do Bloody. it. What the f- is going on? God, you are dumb. What the f- is wrong with you? Making MJ's What the f- WTF? The bubonic plague is back. What, oh, what the, f- the hell? Yes, <laughs> I, you didn't see that coming, did you? No. A case oh, yeah. of bubonic plague has been reported in Oregon. Uh, some bloke, they reckon, has got it from a cat. What? What? Uh, yes, there you go. So I don't know about you, but I, this has lockdown written all over it. <laughs> I've, if you've ever seen a lockdown coming, you know, yeah. start buying groceries. It's uh, uh, shopkeepers <laughs> back. Uh, get out your Xbox, people. This could take a while. Tash, you'd remember what it was like. How was it? Terrifying. In the Middle Ages, Absolutely was it? Absolutely terrifying. You, you were there. I don't want to go through it again. Well, you got to. Here we go. You know what? This is uh, all I want to say to all you anti-vaxxers out there. Please feel free to get around without a mask on. No. Yeah. Go out there Aww. and do it. Yeah, all you anti-vaxxers, please uh, just uh, don't wear the muzzle. Formally, get out formally, there and take formally. very deep breaths. I ask, f- <laughs> ask you. Oh, uh, they're already blaming Bill Gates. I don't know. I don't know how, but apparently Bill Gates did it. So there you go. All right, who else? Uh, MG. Uh, Uno. We all play Uno, do we? Yes. Yes. But do we ever? Well, they've officially announced that you cannot stack a two, a pickup two, on top of a pickup two. <laughs> what the? F- this is a bombshell. Hey, I was yesterday. I was this year's. I was this year's today old when I realised this. I didn't. I never knew this. I did not. But know did you this. play Uno? I love Uno. Yeah, I love it. Like it's a bit like Switch as well. So you've been cheating your whole life. Well, it's it's, it's one of the best things when you pick. Put two on two on two on two. Pick up six. Come on. Well, hey, hey. We, we haven't put on. We haven't put pick up. The rules are the rules. You can't <laughs> just. But I don't go. think anyone playing Mickey has never not done that. I don't think that everyone playing Uno who, puts a two on top of a two. All right, calm down. Well, now, who, who do you play Uno with? What you, you and your mates get together on a Saturday night, smoke cigars, yes, and uh, drink a bottle smoke of whiskey cigars. and uh, yep. slap down some Uno cards. Hey, mate, you can't put two down on two. Can't, you, <laughs> That ended tears. What's the what's the dead man's hand for Uno? Oh, dead man's hand was when you can't pick up any more cards. I mean, it's. 
Tash, what have you got? A transplant surgeon has been fined $12,000 and he's lost his medical licence after burning his initials into the patient's organs. <gasps> what the f***? What? <laughs> okay, can I... That's pretty funny. Oh, okay, this happened in the UK, but guess what he claimed why he needed to do it? Why? Because uh, it was a stress-relieving act. Oh, he's, he's, a, he's a serial killer. He's got a bit on. He's, he's, watch him, watch this bloke, he's, he's, he's in big trouble. Uh, well, don't go in for prostate surgery, boys, that's all I'm saying. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> what have you got? Uh, some primary schools are removing bathroom mirrors to stop the kids from making TikToks in them. What the f***? Yes. Bravo. Yeah. And it, that comes under the category of what the world's coming to. You get the yep. idea. One triple three five three. how much money to give away, Cat? $400. Blow my mind, Matt, what do you got? Okay, so the founder of Apple, Steve Jobs, Yep. Uh, to relieve stress, he actually used to soak his feet in the company toilets. What the <laughs> f***? What? what? <laughs> he was on acid, man. He was on Hang on a second. No, this is like the smartest man in the world. He would have been a germaphobe for sure. I'm getting thumbs down. This is a rare sight. Mm. Oh. Thumbs down, Matt. You've got your wires crossed. You got it all wrong. Steve Jobs no, never... I... Where'd you what, find the biography? You got it where? Oh. It's in a biography, and when you search Google, it's the first thing that comes up. If you search, if you used to soak his feet in the toilet. Right. Oh. I, do you, I think you're on the dark web. I just, Steve, just what would he do? Like put one in each, or he'd put. Yeah, because it wouldn't get through him, could you? All right, Matt, we'll stay on the line. We're going to get that uh, double check, but yeah. I don't think Steve Jobs was yeah, up for that. Crikey. Uh, would, he, would he half flush or full? So he'd be, no, be half. Matt's gone. Half. Philip, Philip, uh, what do you got? Oh, uh, yeah, in Finland, there's a word called kalsari in it. means to uh. get drunk alone at home in your underpants. <laughs> what the f***? <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm getting thumbs up. <laughs> yep. What's the word, Philip? Oh, uh, excuse my pronunciation, but it's kalsari kennet. Oh, uh, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm just going to sit home and uh, Kelsey McKinnon. Uh, oh, again, Mick, that's the third night in a row. Yep. Yeah, Kelsey Yeah, it is, but that's what Pink should have done. Pink yeah. should have done Kelsey so she yeah. doesn't have to go out and be embarrassed publicly by a goon. <laughs> on the front door, well done, Philip. Kate's on the line. Katie, Katie, what have you got for me? Hey, um, so lizards can communicate by doing push-ups when finding what mates. What the f***? Lizards communicate by doing push-ups. That's how I do it, too. <laughs> oh, is it? Hello. Usually one-arm push-ups. Hello, girls. Mm. <laughs> Hello, girls. Everyone happy? <laughs> Dinner's on. <laughs> how many push-ups do you have to do? Like, if you're really chatty? Like, imagine if that's how you communicate. Tash would be doing oh. push-ups for like 24 hours a day. She'd do a thousand a, a Look second. at me go. Look at me go. Who wants to? Uh... Yeah, she'd have the biggest biceps. She'd look like the Hulk. She'd be like the Hulk. Am I right, Tash? You are. Can I drop a bombshell quickly? That's yeah, sure. true about Steve Jobs. It's in the oh. biography about during the early days of Apple, he used to go to the toilets and soak his bare feet, and also he oh. did have a serious hygiene problem, according to the biography written by the journalist Walter <coughs> Isaacson. 
Well, oh, he was the black Walter black wiggle, I used to call him. Let's go back to the top and apologise and Maddie. award some cash, 200 bucks. Matty. To oh. Matty. How are you, Matt? Yeah, good. Thank you. I was, I was worried that I was telling porky pies on the radio. <laughs> no, you've done it. You've got yourself 200 bucks. And, and as a way of relaxing now, I'd go and do a bit of calamaratening, <laughs> which is uh, getting drunk on your own in your underpants. <laughs> I, I feel they should have got some money too. Yeah, they should have got okay. some money too. Uh, 100 bucks. Mick and MG in the morning. Brought to you by Paddy Swap and Sell Flemington. Home of great deals. Open 6am Saturday. Mick and MG in the morning. Weekdays from 6 on Sydney's Triple M.